hey besties. Welcome back to Club Booked. Episode two, we did it, we made it. I don't know how. It's kind of a chaotic mess and it will keep being a chaotic mess, but that's fine. It's fine. Thank you for sticking with me on this journey. One of the bookstagram trends that was trending a couple months ago, and I guess on BookTube too, was reading or posting one-star reviews of your five-star reads. And I thought it was hilarious. So I did a post and it was so much fun to make, but I also felt like I kind of missed out on a portion of it because just posting the reviews is not the same as getting to read them. So I thought I'd break out my old acting chops and do some dramatic readings of one-star reviews with my wine because wine just makes it more fun and dramatic. I picked the five-star books at random. I just went on Goodreads and some some of the books that I have given five stars, I don't even remember that I gave five stars and I would not give them five stars now. I did not pick any of those books. These are still legit five-star ratings and I, I just skimmed through the reviews. I read a portion of them, but some of these are going to be like live reactions. And some of them are just hilarious that I think you'll really love. So here we go. Since it's October, it's only appropriate that we start with The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. The first one goes, so boring. Never mix witchcraft and vodka, but mixing vodka with this book was necessary. Which, I mean, like, that's valid. Mixing vodka with any book can be necessary, if you really think about it. The next one says, DNF. Magic that makes you horny. Eye roll. Ridiculous. Magic that makes you horny is a little bit ridiculous, but also kind of fun, don't you think? The next one is beyond terrible. The first third was a laugh and then just laugh-addable. I wanted to listen to this to giggle while the leaves start to change, but I'm heavily disappointed. Find anything else to read. Anything at all. And then I saved the best for last for this one because it says, feels like the premise of a CW show that would not be renewed for a second season. I see that. I see that. Chad Michael Murray or uh, Cole Sprouse. Let's call him up. Call him up. The next book I picked is Before We Were Strangers by Renee Carlino, which is one of the best second chance romances that I have ever read. But that's not the point of the episode. The point is, I'm still recovering from this book because it was that bad. Update, one month later, I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering from your review. Okay. The next one says, no, absolutely not. You absolutely not. I should have learned not to trust TikTok a long time ago, but here we are again. That is so valid. I don't even have an argument to that one. 
it is so bad. I want to give you a zero, but that's not possible. So I give you a one. And then in parentheses, P.S. This started off as a five-star read. I wrote an entire essay in my notes app about how angry I am in the decline in quality of this book, but it's too mean to post. How did the dialogue go from good to, this sounds like me role-playing on Movie Star Planet and Club Penguin, even though they are supposed to be 36-year-old adults? Listen, I don't know what Movie Star Planet is, but it sounds kind of fun. So why not role play as, sounds, sounds fun. Characters should do it. So horrific that screenshots of particularly offensive lines were indeed sent to the group chat. How was this published? I don't know. How was your review published? And then the last one says, this was really bad. Heart emoji. Now we have The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. <clears throat> it baffles me why people enjoyed this book. I want the hours back I spent reading this. Taylor Jenkins Reid writes female characters the way male characters often write female characters badly, unrealistically, unbelievably. This book was extremely disappointing. Skip this one and read something better. Let's see, you try to write female characters, okay? Did you know that Evelyn Hugo has breasts, tits of the boob variety? We ought to focus on that, says Taylor Jenkins Reid, and then we do. Why not focus on tits? Why not? My life is ruined. Thank you. You know what? My life is also ruined by this book for different reasons than yours, I'm sure. But we're on the same page, so I get it. <clears throat> this one goes, as I write, this book has a higher rating than Catcher in the Rye. A rating higher than the color purple. It's rated higher than Hold On To Your Hat, both The Great Gatsby and To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, you read that correctly. Why? Someone tell me why. Right fucking now. This book is crap. This book is what would happen in the dark of night at the Barnes and Noble if the shittiest romance novel in the store brushed up against Elizabeth Taylor's autobiography. I'm assuming here that she has one. And those two books somehow had a book baby. And that book baby was born on a stack of Us Weekly magazines. And so some of that smut rubbed off on the horrible book baby. I recommend you read this awful thing only so you can honestly give it the one star rating it deserves. Please join me in putting this awful book in its place. Wow, those are some strong points and arguments. I disagree with them. However, the the jabs, those are those are on point. Ten ten points for effort with that. Here's another one that I have saved the best for laugh last for. <laughs> um, you can all laugh with me and take much many sips of wine. <clears throat> I'm wondering 
why this book received any ratings above one star. It's absolutely awful. The writing style is that of a high school student with unnecessary cussing, three in the first chapter, and 2D characters. The author made a point to say that none of the main characters are white. Who really cares? Did she have to point that out at all? And that people actually admired this woman for having seven husbands. I should have known from the dedication line that this book was going to be awful. Patriarchy? Really? LOL. Last I checked, women and men have equal rights in everything. <laughs> if you're a liberal, then you will probably love this book just for having a multiracial characters that smash the patriarchy and social morals by cussing randomly and praising a woman that had seven husbands. However, if you're not, you will more than likely loathe this liberal propaganda junk. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't love loathe this liberal propaganda junk. I have no words. No words. There's a mosquito that just will not stop. <clears throat> okay. Next we have The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. <clears throat> Babe, wake up. New black-haired emo boy X Ray of Sunshine girl book just dropped. Stays in bed. Now, if someone were to write something like this but with lesbians, I would be on board. I would wake up at 4 a.m. I'd be out of my room within five minutes. Authors, please do something about it. I could write it if I would. If, oh, if I could write it, I would. I mean, honestly, same. Same. Somebody write that. Please. <clears throat> the next one goes, quote, Olive, you are edible, end quote. Ew. I mean, yeah. IDK, why I kept reading, except maybe out of some morbid curiosity, because I've never hated a book so viscerally before. The love interest made me so deeply uncomfortable, and the plot was just, no. Just no. The love interest only made me uncomfortable a couple of times, which we will get to. IDK what kind of drugs y'all are on, but I evidently did not receive my portion. Mm, I don't know if I did either. Like, hook me up, I guess? I don't know. <clears throat> he had her whole boob in his mouth. I'm scared. Same. Same. I'll never forget overhearing one of my classmates in high school say that this book will be considered a classic in the future. That is actually terrifying. Did I love the book? Yes. Will it be a classic in the future? If that's what they will consider classics, I, I will be time traveling. Okay? Okay. Okay, so I know this one is going to hurt me because it's Happy Place by Emily Henry. Whew. Deep breaths, deep breaths. Okay. I had to force myself to finish this book. It was boring. <gasps> oh, no. 
This felt like middle school drama, a lot of miscommunication between a couple and among friends. Yeah, that's kind of the point of the book. I was drained at the end. I couldn't even enjoy the happy parts. I was so tired and annoyed with everyone. I, if you're tired and annoyed with everyone, then that's on you, okay? DNF, unpopular opinion. You don't need to be so descriptive with every other word. Um, False, Emily Henry, AKA the Taylor Swift of books, as we have established the last episode, she does need to be so descriptive with every other word because she's Emily Henry. Okay. Y'all lied. I truly feel like I'm in, on an episode of Punked. Kids, have your parents tell you what that show was. <laughs> y'all were out here saying how beautiful and romantic this book was. Where? What book did y'all read? Um, I read Happy Place. I don't know what you read. I was too diplomatic in my previous review, but honestly, I'm just updating it to say I hated it. I really hated it. I've tried, but I'm simply not an Emily Henry girly. I wish you all the best, though. Thank you. Thank you. I really, I need it for the pain that she causes me. No offense, but you, are you guys lying? And then there's the two, two laughing face emojis jokes on you no we're not lying the first thriller that we're throwing into the mix is the only one left by riley sager even if this book was the only one left i still wouldn't recommend reading it i mean i'll give you i'll give you a point for the pun i i don't hate it the worst crime a thriller can be is boring, I think. Would you call the only one left boring? I, I don't know what to say. I'm clearly an outlier here, but with plot holes the size of Jupiter, I just can't. Nope, this was bad. This was painful. Someone should have said, that's a fucking dumb idea for a twist. Don't do that. Someone should have printed out the, pointed out the, massive plot holes. I think my Sega roller coaster of enjoyment with ups and downs has plummeted to holes as deep as his plot. Tapping out. Done. I don't know what plot holes you speak of. Am I, did I just forget the whole book? I don't know. It's possible. <clears throat> Modern Gothic? This one was beyond bad. So over the top, it was ridiculous. By the end, I was skimming. I didn't care who killed who. I just wanted to kill them all. Okay, that's valid. Now it's time for Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. Okay, I love Abby Jimenez, and I don't blame her for me hating this book. I'm just a miscommunication hater. Like, please sit down and have one conversation. If y'all just heard each other out and talked about it, this book would be so much better. So sorry, I didn't like this one at all. I mean, I get it. Miscommunication is one of my least favorite tropes, which I know is the entire plot of this book, but it's the plot for a reason. Yeah, 
if they had just had a conversation, but then the book wouldn't exist. I hated this book. The mention of Jacob's anxiety, it's constant. It's literally his personality, and Brianna needs therapy ASAP. Brianna does need therapy. I agree. Now, Jacob's anxiety, it, anxiety is part of a person's personality. Like, they can't, like, uh, what, what else do you want from Jacob? Jacob is perfect, okay? Rosa keeps saying, okay. Is that my catchphrase? They will not last past the last page. The epilogue is a fucking lie. Okay, don't crush my dreams. They are together forever. Some of the most insufferable characters I've read. Put them with Emily Henry's happy place. I hate it here. I hate it here. That one was me. I hated this book. I was going to give it two stars because it was easy to read and kept me interested enough to finish it, but it just got worse as it went on. I hate miscommunication tropes. Grow the fuck up and speak to each other like adults. Also, there were lines like, I'm going to let this man crack me in half like a glow stick, and when she ghosts me, she haunts me. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. The, the glow stick one was a little out of pocket. Throwing in another thriller with None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. The first one goes, all the characters are annoying and you cannot believe anyone. The ending is just a big middle finger to the reader. Okay, so that's kind of the point of a thriller, right? A good thriller anyway, not believing anyone, unreliable narrators, hello? I didn't like this book at all, and I'm astonished at the good reviews. It was so unrealistic and downright silly. No redeemable characters with a preposterous plot, convoluted and confusing. Just awful. That was a lot of big words. Wow. Cannot for the life of me figure out how this book is all the rage this summer. It was dumb from the beginning and dumb until the last sentence. Save your time. Okay, well, I didn't save my time. And it wasn't dumb. What? I didn't even know where to start. This book was so tragically terrible. I feel tragically that you feel that way. It's come time for the last book, which is Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yes, if you listened to the last episode, it is my favorite book, so I might end this crying. We'll see. Zero stars. Only read 40 pages. Reading this book is like spending hours mastering the video game Guitar Hero and realizing you could have learned to play an actual guitar in the time you wasted learning how to play this stupid game. Uh, I get the metaphor. I don't really see how it, how it relates. But I get it. I know everyone loves this book. But I was so bored. And I, how are you bored, first of all? 
Also, I don't know why I thought this book involved murder. Okay, I mean, would it have been a six star if it involved murder? Maybe, yeah. Kind of reads like a children's book. Since when do children's books have drugs and alcoholism and sex? Those are the books we should be banning, right? Is that, is that what's happening now? It's not good. An idiotic, lazy, poorly written, contrived, pandering to current cultural trends novel, quote, in quotes. I believe it was written just to be turned into a money-making TV show. Okay, well, guess what? The TV show did make money. It made a lot of money. So, whatever. I did not enjoy the interview style at all. Also, Daisy is a bitch. I need you to watch your mouth. I'm a Daisy apologist. Nobody understands Daisy, and it's not okay. It's not okay to talk to people that way, as Lisa Rinna would say. And the last one is just a, it's an all-around PSA. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't do drugs. They are so right. Okay, that was a lot. That was fun. My voice hurts a little bit from doing the readings. But uh, I don't know why that's my, like the, the valley girl kind of is my go-to voice. But it, it is what it is. I hope you liked it. And if you want to see me do more of these, let me know. I will see you next time. I still don't know how to end these things. We're going to get there. Goodbye.